Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The force will be with you. Always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined tonight, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Grant. How you doing tonight, Grant? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. Hey, we got a nice big uh, show for you tonight. Uh, but first, uh, what have you been up to lately? What's been going on? Well, what have I been doing? I, I, well, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that we, uh, my wife and I, actually, it's been about a month now that we've been back. We went to Florida. We visited uh, Universal Studios for the first time. And um, up until when, I, when we went, like I haven't really seen any of the Harry Potter movies. I think I saw the very first one when it came out. And then my intent was always to read the books and then go see the movies, but that never happened. <laughs> and, <Right. laughs> and now, now the movies have been uh, over for like 10 years and I still haven't gotten there. So uh, my wife and I just uh, recently started watching the Harry Potter movies. And, okay. um, and I gotta tell you, I really enjoy them. Like I, I, they're not quite what I expected them to be. Right. And, um, and, and it's a nice little adventure. Like I, I'm, I'm looking for Like we we're, we're almost through this, all of the movies i think we're at the the next movie we have to see is deathly hallows part one and and then okay. we'll, you know and then deathly Hallows part two um, right and that's a, that's the end of it then right that's the last one yeah, yeah and those are the end of it and man I, I i gotta tell you i've really been enjoying it i think they're great um you know so yeah i i mean it's just it's they're just not quite what i expected them to be i expected them to be more like kid oriented and they're really not yeah. you know that, that's the same thing I had when I, I went through and watched all of them maybe like a year or two ago and I just thought they were kiddie movies, you know, and it's probably what normal people think like Star Wars is or whatever like that for us, you know, <laughs> but, right. um, but, you know, but anyway, so I went there and uh, yeah, same thing. I really enjoyed them. I was surprised at how much I liked them. And you never saw any of them in the theater either. I think I saw like maybe the first or second one. I remember taking my nephew who's 23 okay. now. I remember taking him when he was a little kid we, to one of them. And I, I, it must have been one of the sequels because I remember it enough to be like, what's happening? You know, just being like, I'm not yeah. quite sure what's happening here. But um, yeah, that's as far as I ever got. And like I said, I just didn't pay much attention to it, you know? Yeah. And it's, I, I really do want to get, I mean, because the, they get very involved. I mean, there's all these different characters you got to remember and different situations. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So I do sort of want, like, eventually, one of these days, I would like to go back and, and read the books. Because I think if you read the books and then watch the movie, you probably get more out of it. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but, um, you know, but it's because, you know, like, I think the last movie, I forget which one it was. The, is it the uh, Half-Blood Prince, I think? Uh, that we, okay, I we actually, we my wife and I sat down and watched it um, on our own 
one night all in one sitting and then it just happened because i would think it was thanksgiving weekend so they were doing like a marathon it happened to be oh, a little okay. later in the weekend and so it was we had it on and i was doing other stuff while while it was on kind of you know to watch through it again because so much happens it's kind of hard to keep keep right. track of everything <laughs> you almost have to see them see them more than once so um so that's one thing I've been up to, and I've really been enjoying that. Uh, yeah. The other thing it, the, the that I've been doing, we mentioned it on the last show, uh, there was the Mario Kart, Kart tournament that uh, my, my office is doing, my, my, my uh, company. Oh, um, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, and, uh, I, as predicted, I did terrible the first night. We only, we've, <laughs> did, we're, doing, we're doing it every Wednesday through December like 16th or something like that. And okay. um, yeah, the first time I didn't do well at all. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it, we're doing it again tomorrow night. So I'm, well, hope, hopefully I've been practicing. So hopefully I'm, I'm a little bit better the next time, <laughs> next time around. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is this week, you know, since I'm talking about Mario Kart, uh, what's interesting is that just this week we got the news about uh, we, we have an official opening date for the Nintendo Land or Nintendo World in, in Universal Studios Japan. Um, oh, you know, yeah. I, I, we knew, I, you know, I've known that they've been building it. I've been seeing stuff on the internet, like, you know, people have been doing, like, drone, posting drone footage and stuff like that of, of the <laughs> gotta, land. Gotta love the, gotta love the drones. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's One of these days, I'm going to get one myself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I've seen some of the stuff, but um, they, they sort of had an official announcement this week saying that the, the opening date is February 4th, uh, 2021. So, it's oh, going to okay. open up and you're going to get to see uh, all kinds of stuff. But it, they actually showed, um, we knew that there was a Mario Kart attraction coming. But right. uh, when they made the announcement, we actually saw the ride vehicle for the Mario Kart attraction. And it looks just like, you know, something oh, from, right. from Mario Kart, right? Like a, yeah, it looks, it looks like one of the cars. Of the yeah, yeah. Yeah, straight out of the game. And it looks like um, you're... It, it, you're going to be wearing like a headset when you go through the attraction, but it's more, it's, it's, um, it's not, it's, it's going to be augmented reality. So it's not virtual reality, it's augmented reality. So I guess it okay. makes use, it makes use of like set pieces plus um, some kind of like animation through the goggles that you're wearing, right? It, yeah. That, that's sort of how it works, right? That's what I, yeah, that's what I, how I, my understanding is, it's like you'll be looking at real stuff. But then through the augmented reality, basically your visor, you'll have stuff in there that looks like it's interacting with the real world. So I imagine the characters will probably be augmented and, and you know, like stuff, will pro I'm sure stuff will come like flying by you. You know, right. it's almost like you're because it's like going to be like Mario Kart. So you're probably like, you know, whether the turtle shells come whipping by you, you know, all the stuff they throw right, at right, you. Right. And, and uh, you know, so you'll probably see a lot of stuff like that, too, that I, that I can only assume would be the augmented part. So, yeah, it so sounds pretty that, neat. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Um, I don't know that I'll be getting over to Japan anytime in the near <laughs> future, but uh, to see it. But you know, supposedly, uh, it's it, the, Nintendo Land is also coming to Universal Studios Hollywood and Universal Studios Florida. Now that was the plan pre-COVID, right? Uh, yeah. You know, now whether that's changed or whether they're going to scale it back because of you know everything that's happened, who knows? But that that was at least the plan. Uh, early on so uh you know hopefully in the next few years we get nintendo land here in the U u.s it would be great. awesome 
Yeah, that would be really cool. And I mean, I have to imagine that even though everything, it's just like everything else, everything's delayed by COVID, but you would hope that once everything gets, quote, back to normal, that, that they could just, that everybody will start moving ahead. Because the minute, you know, the minute the United States, especially, the minute we're not locked down, people are going to be going, I think, nuts. I mean, pe- people are going nuts now, feels like anyway. <laughs> but, you know, right, but once, right. Once we're truly, you know, clear to do that, I think. You know all these people that have been truly locked down and not going anywhere. It, it, it's just going to see. Hopefully, you're just going to see a bunch of the tourist industry come back, and you know all these all the parks and everything will get up and running again, and you know hopefully start expanding once again. Right, right. So yeah, so fingers crossed on that that we get to see that in the U.S. Um, but that's that's really all I had uh, going on for me um, since last. I mean, what do you have? You have anything uh, you want to talk about? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, I've just been kind of like plugging along. I went back and I rewatched all the uh, Star Wars movies um, just on the treadmill for something to do and uh, on Disney Plus. And, uh, you know, obviously they're always fun to watch. And I, um, after I'd got the news, I rewatched uh, Rogue One. As a matter of fact, I have like the last like half hour left to finish up, but I watched that. Okay. And I was, am- I was amazed with Rogue One how much better I liked it than I did originally. You know, it's not to say I didn't like it back in the day, but I think because it was like because it was coming out between, you know, the uh, Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. I think it was like a lot of like, you know, it, 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 I couldn't focus on in, it in of itself because I was too worried about the bigger picture, you know. Yeah. And so just watching it, you know, for what it was, I, I was really surprised at how much I was enjoying it. So I'm looking forward to watching the very end because they just, uh, you know, they're on Scarif now and and they're, you know, they're they're basically just about to get the plan. So you know, the big the big finale, basically the you know the climax of the movie's coming up. Um, yeah, but yeah, but I, I mean, was I was surprised. Yeah, I maintain that the the last half hour of that movie is some of the best Star Wars ever. Like that yeah. whole that whole sequence on Scarif is just yeah, outstanding. Right? Just I, I, yeah. and, the, and the battle in space about like going on it's just all that's of it's what, fin- yeah. fantastic that's what made me want rewatch it is uh, i saw somebody posted and it was like a clip from the space battle and you know the x-wings and going around the shield uh the you know the, the shield donut and the, that they had to open up and all that and the shield and gate it, yeah like the which, shield gate is, right was such a great idea like i love yeah. that idea you know right yeah as a matter of fact they were the one scene they had them the x-wings like came down and were like flying around the outside of the gate like through the infrastructure trying to blow it up and it was just really cool um and i saw so somebody posted a clip of that and i said you know what i'm gonna go back and watch that again and I, yeah like i said i i was just surprised at how much i liked it you know there, and there's i mean i'm sure you know you can nitpick anything but um you know, just watching it straight through, I'm like, this is great. I, I, you know, there's, it's just, an, it's nice, fun. It felt like nice, fun, clean Star Wars. You know, like there wasn't yeah. a lot of like, oh, I would have done this or oh, I wish that had happened. It was just like, all right, this is fun. You know? Yeah. I, I always wonder because we know that that movie got, you know, there, there was, there was some significant re editing going on with that movie. Yeah. After, after it was the, you know, they, they like, they asked, who I forget what the who the director was, but they asked him to create a a war movie, and that's what he right. created, right? And then they watched it, and they were like, "No, we we can't put this out." Um, right. And and yeah, I his, like, his name I would was love, uh... I would love to see, or like to see a treatment or what that movie was before they read right. it. His name you know? was uh, Gareth Edwards. That was Gareth the original. Yes. Right. And I was, it's funny because I was thinking the same thing. And I don't know if it's actually ever 
been leaked or released or whatever, but I'm like, I wonder what the original story was here. I want, you know, cause I know there was, like you said, there's heavy changes and they actually brought somebody else in whose name I also can't remember, but they brought somebody else in and he kind of reworked it and kind of redirected like the last, like half of the movie or the last, like, I think the yeah. like, you know, the last segment of the movie to, to sort of tie everything together. Um, so yeah, I, I would always be curious. And of course there's like a few scenes like from the trailer and from promotional materials that are never, not in the final movie. So I'm always right. curious, like in the trailer, there's the, uh, Jin's up on top of the, the, the transmitter tower and like a tie fighter, like comes up like right in front of her. And that was yeah. in the trailer. And I remember thinking like, that was cool. And like, really like, Oh no, what's going to happen. And that wasn't even in the final movie. So, you yeah. know, I, I don't know, you know, that, and then there's a sequence with them like on the beach and they had like the plans and the plans were more of like a suitcase looking, you know, it was more than it yeah. was like a, a, a heavier device type of thing. And they're like running across the beach with the adits in the background. And it was the main characters. It wasn't just the, you know, the, the rebels. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I'm just like, well, geez, what, what were they doing on the beach? What, how did that part yeah. of the story play out? So. Yeah, and there's a se- and there was there's a sequence and it, and it's actually on the on the poster of the stormtroopers sort of wading through the in in, in yeah. formation wading through the the like water and that right. didn't make it to the final film. Right. I mean, it's, a, it's actually the poster of the of the film but it didn't make it <laughs> right. to the final film. <laughs> right that, yeah. yeah. Little, does not appear in movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it would be I I've always been like I you know not that I don't like the movie but I I'm just curious because I know that like I heard them talking when that movie came out that they or you know when they were filming it that that they were like you know looking at like saving private Ryan and those kinds right. of movies as as kind of the inspiration for it and you just sort of like well what did, what what was the original cut of this really like you know it wasn't right, as yeah. graphic as as saving private ryan and right you know, and yeah and, and, yeah and right what did they change did they clean it up did it make did they tighten it up and make a better story out of it or did they you know they tone it down a little bit or you know th- like the ending with uh princess leia and you know she's it ends on a hopeful note like did, did they change right. it so it ended so yeah everybody dies but they it, it, you know they gave you a little bit of a hopeful ending to it or something like that so i I'm, I'm gonna you know now i'm gonna go look around and see if there's anything out there if anybody ever uh released anything or, or you know anything got leaked or anything like that yeah. oh and actually that leads something else we didn't talk about this beforehand but speaking of leaked things um just i think it was yesterday or today i can't even remember they leaked um the first episode of star wars detours got oh leaked. really yeah and it's it's like a quick it's like a segment um so if any people that don't know star wars detours was uh in production by like seth green and, and the guys that do robot chicken and it was like a, there's a whole season of it sitting on a shelf somewhere because they were ready to go and that's when lucas sold Lucasfilm to Disney and Disney said, okay, let's put this on hold. Let's just wait. And, you know, instead of, um, you know, they didn't want to, they didn't want to make fun of the material. They wanted to try to start treating it serious again. Um, right. And so anyway, they shelved it. So anyway, the first episode got leaked and uh, it's uh, like four LOM and Zuck has, try to like rob Dexter's diner or Dex's diner from the, uh, from the prequel <laughs> trilogy. And it's like, right. it's, it, it's like silly and it's, it, but it's funny though. And so I was like, I was, I was amused by it, you know? Um, so part of me wondered, I'm like, was this really leaked or was this just like, did, you know, did Disney leak it sort of saying like, all right, is everybody, is, are, is everybody ready for this now? Like, can we laugh about this or, you know? Yeah. Like a so. strategic leak. Yeah, yeah, because that's a, years ago with uh, the first Deadpool movie. Apparently, 
somebody remember i don't know if you remember that there was like uh test footage of like the deadpool movie that they released it was like him and the car and it was like all, it's a sequence in the movie but it was like all ultra violent and like he's in the car shooting people and but that was they did that sequence as like a proof of concept Oh and, right, okay. And you know, initially, I guess Fox said, "No, we're going to pay us." And then somebody leaked it online, and everyone was like, "This is awesome!" And then basically, after the reaction, Fox was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe we should make this." And that that kind of got yeah. the ball rolling. So, um, yeah. Anytime I anytime I see a leak anymore, I always think of that. <laughs> I'm just like, "All right, was right. this really leaked?" You know, in this day and age, I'm like, you know, they, they got to be able to track who's leaking this stuff. So, was it really leaked, or you know, this is a test? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, interesting. So, but anyway, so that's really all I've been up to, just you know, catching up on some stuff, and uh, you know. But speaking of Star Wars, I guess that brings us to our our first little bit of uh, news here is that, um, you know, unfortunately it's on a sadder note, but, uh, you know, Darth Vader, David Prowse passed away over, I think it was over the weekend, right? Yeah. It was just, um, it was Saturday night or something. Yeah. Like or at least that's when, when we got notified or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, that's, that's kind of sad. Um, yeah. Sorry to, to hear it, that news. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, just, you know, he was 85, so, I mean, he's getting old, but it's just funny, um, you know, just how how quickly everybody's gotten so old, I guess you could say. You know, yeah. like, I don't I don't feel like that much time has passed, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, everybody's so, you know, I mean, people are dying. There's that, uh, there's a photo going around with, like, the original cast. They must have been, like, they were shooting Star Wars, but it's, like, almost on, like, a street corner or something like that. And, like, um, you know, other than Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford, everybody else is dead. And it, it's sad. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's that I, when I saw that photo, it, it sort of brings it home to you. You're just like, wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, because it's like, it's, it's uh, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, uh, Peter Mayhew, David Prowse, and Kenny Baker. Right. Like, right. Was, yeah. Those were the, you know, and, and, and Kenny Baker and Peter Mayhew and, David Prowse and, um, and Carrie Fisher are all gone now, you know, and it's right, the only yeah. two people in that photo or who are still around are, are Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill. And, um, you know, it sort of brings it home to you. You're like, wow, you know, that's, that's right. crazy, you know? Um, yeah. You know, so of course, of course, Anthony Daniels is still around. He just happened, didn't happen to be in the photo, but, right, um, yeah. you know, but it's just, it's, it's kind of, it, it, it sort of brings it home to you. You're just like, wow, he's, you know, I guess we're, we're getting older. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so I know, um, I, I just tell the really quick, the David Prowse, uh, the, the story, the David Prowse story I have is, um, when I was, uh, and this ties into sort of like his falling out with Lucasfilm. But when I was working yeah. at QVC, yeah, when I was working at QVC, um, you know, we used to do the Star Wars shows and, you know, the various celebrities would come in and they would, you know, we'd sell the, the collectibles and stuff like that. Um, so I had a friend of a friend that was a, a lawyer that was friendly with David Prowse and he was like, oh, do you think you'd like to bring him in for the show? And I said, sure, that'd be great. And so I was, you know, on my end working behind the scenes to try to get him, you know, bring him in for one of the shows. And uh, we reached out to Lucasfilm. And we're like, hey, you know, we have David Prowse. You know, would would you guys be interested? Would you know, would you like him to come on the show? And like Lucasfilm basically was like, no. <laughs> and that was it. And you were sort of like, uh, you know, at the time you're like, oh, oh. And I was young. I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, like, you know, please, please continue talking to me. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't want to upset anybody. But um, yeah. So then you know, we found out years later that um, you know, basically he had gotten himself, uh, you know 
cut off from you know, Lucasfilm, and I, I think George Lucas is the one that instigated it, um, and just through what word of mouth, and I actually looked up on the online, but uh, you know, it sounds like um, back in the day he spoke to the press before Empire and leaked that something to, he didn't come out and say I'm Luke's father, but he said something about the father and the son and alluded to that that happening. And I guess you know, luckily it wasn't today's world. Um, but it was enough where I guess it got back to Lucas and he wasn't happy with it. And so I think, right, that, was like, right. I think that was like strike one. And then, um, apparently during Jedi, when they, um, unmasked Vader and it was not David Prowse, it was uh, Sebastian Shaw originally. Um, apparently he was, uh, David Prowse was very upset that he wasn't the guy underneath the helmet. And I guess in an interview, he was saying something like, oh yeah, Darth Vader dies and I, I'm not, I don't get to be under the helmet. And, um, the whole, you know, the gist of the article was about him being unhappy, but the big part of it was like, oh, by the way, Darth Vader dies. And that was like a huge spoiler at the time too. And I think, right, that was right. of, I think, I think that was the last straw. I think that was like, basically for Lucas was like, okay, you're done, you know? And then, yeah. and then after that, as far as I know, he was never, um, you know, invited to participate in anything. I mean, he, he got cut off and, you know, and I, I, there, I'm sure there's more to it, but I, you know, that's what I I've heard. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame. Um, it's a shame that it not only, you know, it's a shame it happened, but, um, you know, by today's standards, it's kind of like almost ridiculous. You're like, what? He, or, he said something to one magazine, you know, whereas today, right. you know, today it's like, right. it seems so, it's so minute today, but you know, I guess back then it was a big deal. Yeah. Right. But you know, it's yeah. interesting. Is that George did? I uh, George did come out and and, and um, sort of talk about his passing, and he said uh, he said about him he, that he was an imposing stature and movement. He had an imposing stature and movement performance to match the intensity and undercurrent of Vader's presence. Presence, and he added up for he was up for anything and contributed to the success of what would become a memorable memorable tragic figure he made vader leap off the page and onto the big screen may he rest in peace so that was uh, george's statement oh so that's really nice then that's you know yeah yeah so right he didn't have he if he was truly mad i guess he you know he wouldn't have had to say anything so that was nice of him to say that and then you know i mean i guess what are you gonna do the guys the guy died so you know it's like okay you can't be if you're mad you can't be mad anymore yeah and and, you, you know whatever whatever you you know whatever his you know mistakes or you know failings were like i mean you can't deny the fact that he cre- he helped to create this this character who's who's legendary right, yeah. i mean darth vader will you know they'll be talking about darth vader long after we're you know 100 years from now they'll still be talking mm-hmm. about you know darth vader in cinema you know yeah right you know as yeah, one of the top villains of all time so right yeah yeah so, so sad news to to hear of, uh, about David uh, Prowse Prowse's passing, right? But, yeah. Um, so, um, so I guess in in better news, yeah, we have yeah. a few other little news tidbits here before we get into um, you know the the big part of the show. But um, so just recently they announced that um, Wonder Woman 1984 will be coming out in theaters and on HBO Max Christmas Day. So, um, you know, you can, I guess, pay for it to see it in the theater if you're comfortable going to the theater or you just subscribe to HBO Max and it's, um, it's, you know, it's not free because you have to subscribe, but it's, it's free. It's not like Mulan where they're going to charge you the, the, um, uh, what had they, yeah, they charge you 30 bucks to watch it. There was a fee for, you know, a fee for it. I can't remember what they were calling the, 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 uh, yeah. 
Oh, there's they, there's a name for it, but whatever. They're, so they're not charging yeah. anything extra beyond the subscription. So I thought that was nice, you know, nice of them to do. And I, I'm excited to see the movie, and I'm excited to kind of see how how it does, um, you know, because this was Wonder Woman was huge for Warner Brothers. So if it can be successful, you know, doing like a dual release like this, I'll be curious to see if other movies don't follow suit. You yeah, know, and not only during the pandemic, but afterwards too. You know, assuming the movie theaters can come back. Yeah, I mean, how, how do you feel about this? Like, are you 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 cool with it? Does it make a difference to you? Do you care whether you see it on the TV or no. whether you go to a theater? Yeah, I I enjoy going to the theater for you know because like for you know like usually me and you'll go or we'll go with our families. So I enjoy the social aspect of it. But when it comes to seeing it, I mean. You know, I don't care where I see it for the most part. I mean, you know, in my living room, in the theater, I mean, it is fun to see it on the big screen a lot of times, especially these big action movies. But I mean, yeah. you know, but I will happily watch it at home, too. I, you know, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, I still said there's I, I, I maintain that there are some movies designed for the big screen and you should go see them on the big screen. I mean, it's not going to. It's um so I'm, uh, you know not that I'm like devastated by it, but it's a little bit of a bummer that we're probably not going to see Wonder Woman 1984 and on the screen I thought right. yeah. but you know it's fine like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see it you know I'm definitely yeah, gonna right. see it so I know now you know if it was like a Star Wars movie I would probably have a different opinion about it me you know because like those I feel yeah. like you should see on the big screen although really that's changing too because with the Mandalorian I mean you know some of those episodes are basically movie quality and right, I'm happily, right. I happily watch it on my iPad you know what I mean I, I just right, I, I don't right, right. I think I'm kind of becoming numb to how I get the content as long as I get it <laughs> you know, it's like just yeah you know, it's like you know feed my addiction <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> right and it's not like you know like I have a bit I have a nice big tv screen but it's just you know it's different when you're like in the theater and it is the right it's huge and the you know the surround sound and like the whole thing you know that's probably what I would miss more than the, uh, you know, the big, the screen is always obviously the main draw, but the sound, I mean, you know, it's so loud and, and immersive that way. So I could yeah. see that being, you know, and when you're home, there's other distractions too, you know, like, I mean, whether it's like just, you know, silly things like, you know, the, the dog has to go out or things that, you know, interruptions that you, you in a theater, you're, you're in the dark, you, nothing's going to happen unless your phone starts going off or something crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like my my at home, my kids never sit still for a movie. It drives me crazy. Right. Um, you know, like they're always be... like up and down. It's like just sit down and watch the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Or if you drag them into a theater, they're forced to sit there, and so then you yeah, can enjoy the movie. Like, <laughs> it drives me nuts because I'm like, you go to a theater and you guys are quiet and watch a movie. Like we sit at home and they're like bouncing up and down and like playing with the cats. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't sit still. So. But um, well, anyway, so so that's exciting, and um, you know, uh, looking forward to that. And then um, we also got uh, Mar from Marvel. We have a WandaVision. Yes. The official release date on that is January fifteenth. Um, yes. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, and apparently it's going to be six episodes. I'm not sure if we knew that or not. Um, you know, yeah. So another one. I'm looking forward to it, and I, I just saw something today, as a matter of fact, that. I guess apparently the first episode they shot that in two days. So I don't know if that meant that they just hustled and just, you know, really worked hard to get it done. Or if there's, you know, maybe it's only the two characters and they were able to just get a lot of stuff done in the two days. I'm not sure how that worked out, but uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That, you know, they, they had that tight of a schedule. 
Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, and I yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It, it'll be it'll be cool to see you know something new from Marvel because it's been got. I, I mean, was less. It was Spider Man, right? Like, right. Uh, yeah. Spider Man Homecoming, and that, you right. know, that was. Well that feels over like a year ago, and right? that feels right. Yeah, that was like last July, and that feels like yeah. forever ago. I mean, it really does. They had all that momentum coming off Endgame, and then even Spider Man was huge, and yeah, and then it's just, I mean, there was going to be a gap anyway, but then you know, COVID and everything like that. Poor Black Widow, I mean, just gets pushed further and further. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if. Um, I think if depending on Wonder Woman's success, I wouldn't be surprised if we see um, Black Widow sort of co- follow suit that way. You know, maybe maybe not a not a uh, you know not exclusive to to streaming, but maybe like a dual release or something like that. Yeah, I I, I sort of th- I think that's what like we haven't heard really heard. It. I mean, we know that it got pushed back. We haven't really heard anything else about it, but I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that they're sitting back and being and saying, okay, let's see how uh, Wonder Woman does. And then we'll right. make a decision on Black Widow, you know, cause that yeah. movie's, it's going to be a year. Like that movie's been sitting around for a year. It's completed, ready to go to the theaters. It was, yeah, it was right. just about March, right? I, I think so. it was a May still either way. I think it was May. I think it was, it was like a truly yeah. lined up to be their summer blockbuster, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, but still, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy, you know, and all, I mean, really, you know, we look at it like, oh my God, you know, it's been sitting there for so long, but like, they're looking at it, like, look at that, the gigantic bag of money sitting there that we can't right. get return our investment on, you know, right, so right. it's gotta be tough for me, you know, but they got to do what's right for them. And, you know, at the end of the day, they want to make money. So, I mean, I, I can't blame them for holding it, but it's, it's gotta be tough. It's a, you know, it's a tough decision all, all around. Right, and I just and I feel bad because it's like they finally, people have been clamoring for a Black Widow movie for years. I know and they finally right. get to it, and then this all happens, right? Right, and, yeah. and, and so it's not gonna, you know, and and no matter what happens, I, I'm sure, however they decide to release it, it's not gonna get the audience it would have gotten, right? If everything had been normal, you know, right? And, if it had um, just, and right, it's just continue, a shame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, hopefully they'll take that into consideration and, you know, they won't label it as like, oh, people don't want to go see a a movie, an action movie starring a female lead. Hopefully that won't be the lesson they, you know, they take away from it. Hopefully it'd be more like, wow, this is a real shame. I'm glad we finally got this out so people could see it. You know, maybe let's try it again, you know, or let's, oh, maybe, maybe, I mean, you know, maybe Black Widow can have a sequel. Uh, You know, who knows? I I know technically she's dead, but, you know, they could always do flashbacks or... Um, you know, maybe the, um, the one rumor was that the, uh, gee, it's been so long. I can't even remember the, uh, the character's name, but the other in the trailer, she called the other woman, her sister. And I, I yes. think the rumor was that she might become the new black widow or something like that. So, you know, I mean, they, maybe they'll, you know, go forward that way. That'd be kind of neat. That would be neat. That would, that'd be a cool way to try to hand it off. Yeah. So, oh, and just a real quick other Marvel news, apparently, um, Hawkeye and, Ms. Marvel are scheduled to begin shooting very soon. I want to say. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I want to say if not, I, I think it's right. I think it's January. I think it's right after the holidays. They're they're scheduled to start shooting. I believe. Oh, um, good. Yeah. So I know uh, Jeremy Renner posted something, and 
he had a cut on his nose and the more recent Hawkeye series that a lot of, they think they're going to take a lot of those, the, their lead from, um, in there, he kept like Hawkeye constantly had like bandages on him because he was, you know, always getting in fights and stuff like that. And so <laughs> that, that, that was like the rumor that's everybody started like, you know, gossiping right away. Like, Oh, look, he's, you know, he's got always oh, banged up and he's going to, you know, he's getting ready to shoot the movie. So yeah, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. just, he just could have just cut his nose too, but <laughs> you know, Right. You could have been out drinking one night, you know. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So inadvertently went viral for the wrong reason, yeah. So (laughs) So, um but so yeah, that yeah, good stuff. That's um that kind of wraps or that that brings us to that. And then the only other thing we have before we get to Mandalorian and uh, Star Trek Discovery is uh the Doctor Who trailer came out uh yes yesterday the day before. Yeah, and um and so the, the new season isn't isn't going to start yet, it, but they are doing uh, a New Year's e- New Year's Day special. Okay. Um, so uh, it, it's a, a new uh, Doctor Who's coming out on New Year's Day, uh, and it, you know we we saw the trailer for it. The, the Daleks are, are are definitely in it. I think that was rumored, but now it's it's definitely confirmed. Yeah. What's the What's the uh, title? Isn't it like? Uh... Oh, I'm, I just looked it up. Is it Revolution of the Daleks? Revolution Daleks? of the Daleks. Yeah, that's it. Right. It, and uh, you know, so it looks like you know all the so the thirteenth uh, Doctor is coming back. Is she thirteen? She's thirteen, right? Yeah, I think she's right. thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's coming back. Her Tardis crew is coming back. All of those guys are going to be there uh, because the, the the series twelve ends with. Um, the Jadoon showing up, which is like an alien, they show up right. and like take her oh, right. prisoner. They transport her directly to the prison, right? Is that right? Yeah. right. So they're the right, yeah, they're so, the rhinoceros guys, right? Right. And the, so like, the yeah. season, yeah, season ends with the doctor in like this prison, and right. um, and that's all we know. So it, so apparently she's still there. We see, you know, <laughs> we we don't see her interacting with anybody. We just see her in the prison. I'm sure she, at some point she's going to get out and deal with her crew, but, uh, you know, everything we saw in the trailer, she's still in the prison. So it may be that they're trying to break her out. You know, Jack Harkness comes back. Yeah. Right. Um, that, oh, that could be fun. Right. I mean, it, yeah, it's like almost like it could be like a prison break type thing. That could be kind of fun. I mean, you know, with like the Daleks in the background or, you know, who right. knows, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I was surprised to see him back, uh, Jack back so so soon. I mean, I guess it's not really unexpected because he did that cameo last season, but it was still like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's back already. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, and it looks like he's in it a lot. They, you know, the, yeah. the last time he was just in it for that brief, you know, that brief moment, and then he, he was done for the season. But like, it looks like he's really going to, you know, he's going to be in this one. He's going to, you know, be, you know, one of the co-stars. So, right. um, you know, he's going to be in it a lot, which is great. Cause I think he's a fan favorite. Um, yeah. you know, so, it, and I forget what, what is that actor's name? I forget his name. Oh, I can't think of it. John, um, uh, ba- John Barrow. Barrowman. Barrowman. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's like a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. So, um, it'll be, it'll be great to have him back as, as that character. Uh, it'll be fun to see him interact with this doctor, you know, yeah. he's, you know, you know, he's, he's like, you know, two doctors, but three doctors behind, I think at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> His, the last doctor was David Tennant for him. So, um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm, oh, right, I'm excited cause, right, about cause, this. Yeah. And when he did make that brief appearance, he was, um, 
uh, the old guy Graham is that his name? Graham, yeah. He yeah, he right. remember. He, yeah, he thought he was a doctor, and he's like, "What well, you know? What he didn't know? She's over there or whatever." So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, that'll be that'll be fun to to see how that all plays out. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but the 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 tough thing about it is is how are you going to watch it now? Because if you don't have we we recently cut the cord, so I no longer have BBC America, uh, right. which means I I you know and I and we we signed up for Hulu Live. Hulu Live doesn't have it. So I've been trying to figure out what, how I'm going to watch, whether I'm going to sign up with another service that has it, or yeah. I'm going to watch it through HBO Max, which is our the other option, I guess. Right. right. Yeah, I, I just as a matter of fact, I was just looking that up. So yeah, if you have BBC America, you can watch it on that. But if you don't, then you have to subscribe to HBO Max, and then you'll get it through there. Um, and it seems like it's going to be day and date. So it's like if, it, if it's playing on BBC America, it'll be also be available at the same time on uh, HBO Max. So I don't, I, as far as I can tell, there's not going to be a delay or anything like that. So, which is good. You know, that's uh, yeah, you know, yeah, how yeah. it should be. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So hopefully, no, you know, there, uh, there's, it's going to be interesting with all these different, you know, streaming things because it's like, you know, the whole spoiler thing. I mean, that's, that, you know, it's kind of unfortunate, but. Uh, you know, if it's not the same time, then people are going to get spoiled left and right. Yeah, um, it, I know. It's it's funny when you cut the cord. How like you can usually get you, you cut the cord to like you can usually cover the big stuff. It's right. this stuff that sort of falls yes. through the cracks, right? So yeah. like BBC America is not covered by anything, and then my my wife, um, much to my dismay. Loves the Hallmark Channel at, at Christmas time. For, <laughs> right. Fortunately, she only watches it at Christmas time. Right. Um, and and the Hallmark Channel was a thing. Like you you can't just get that oh. anywhere. And uh, yeah. Uh, so she she found something that she signed up for for the month, just so she could watch the Christmas stuff. And then and then we're gonna cancel that when it's done. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what do you know? What do you remember? What that's on? Or is that? It's uh... like friendly tv or something oh, and it was like I never okay. it's like seven bucks for the hd version of yeah. it huh. you know um for you yeah. know for for 30 days or something okay yeah there's all these like little services that are popping up now that right. i really haven't paid much attention to but like when that happens it's going to be like all right i gotta go find this like i know earlier this year it happened to me with uh, amc because i was watching better call saul and we cut the cord and then I'm like, what, what, where's AMC? I can't watch it anywhere. And I assumed it would be available somewhere and it wasn't at all, like, at all. You know, you had to, I ended up, it, it's, you know, I guess it's the, not, I guess it's illegal. I don't know. I got a VPN and watched it from uh, Netflix in uh, the UK. That was the only way I could, yeah. that was the only way I could watch it. I, you know, it's like, listen, I would happily pay for something, but you got nothing over right. you know, I'm, I'm, And I'm not subscribing to cable again. So, right. Because that's yeah. what I said. Thought the same thing. I was like, I would happily just subscribe to BBC America because I just want to watch Doctor Who, right. right? Yeah, and you know, and I I subscribe to BritBox. Like, I feel like I should get it on there, right? You know, I I can because I signed up for BritBox. Oh, so I can watch that's right. Classic Doctor Who. Right. But they don't right. Have, but BritBox doesn't have new Doctor Who, right? So it's right. Just like, oh my yeah. god. Because they made they made the deal with HBO to probably be the you know exclusive streamers of it, and that's why you know that's why. Yeah, so it's like yeah. nope, Britbox not for you. <laughs> like it's 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 frustrating because to watch the entire catalog, you've got to subscribe to two different services, which yeah, is, that's it's, is crazy, you know. 
That is, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, but and, uh, pretty soon it'll be, yeah, they're running jokes. Pretty soon it'll be back to like cable. It'll be like, you know, yeah. you'll, instead of paying Comcast or Verizon, it'll be like you'll be paying Hulu and have all the add ons through them or something like that. Right. Know? And it'll be, it'll be just as much. It'll be, it'll go, your bill will go back to being 250 a month. <laughs> right. It'll probably be more. <laughs> right. Right. Everybody thought they were, you know, saving money and then all of a sudden, nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so. but that's all I had to say about the Doctor Who stuff. But I, so I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, um, I am too. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be nice to see, see new Doctor Who. All right, so I guess that'll bring us to the uh, sort of the main event of the show. Uh, we yes. have two episodes of The Mandalorian to discuss tonight. Uh, yes. The first episode that we're catching up on is was called The Siege, and I I don't remember the episode overall episode number. Chapter twelve. Okay, so chapter twelve, siege. right? And then chapter thirteen is the is the Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. So we had two really good episodes here. What, um, uh, what? I guess we'll do episode by episode. So for the siege, yeah. uh, you know, what did you uh, what did you think? What were your thoughts on that? I I love this episode. I I. I thought it was great from beginning to end <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was, this this was like a you know it's it's funny like every week we we review or every other week i guess we're doing we're reviewing this uh these shows and every week we're, we're, we're kind of like oh my god this is the best one yet right and, and that's kind of how i felt about about these two shows this uh, yeah. uh, you know that we're talking about this week the siege was was so star wars you know right. i mean it, it, it was it was you know, it, it it had all the elements. You know, they're in an imperial base, and there's stormtroopers and tie fighters, and speeder bikes, and I mean, it was it just like everything was there. It was just so so like Star Wars, and you know, you know when it, and there was you know battles in the hallways, and you know just, yeah. just everything. It was great. You know, it was really really good. And it's funny because you're you're you know you mentioned earlier in the show about. Um, about Rogue One, and this is right. this kind of gives it. It's kind of got that flavor to it. This Rogue One flavor, you know. Right. Yeah. The uh, I think I I forget if I told you or not. So the um, the outside of the speaking of Rogue One, the outside of the base in this episode of The Mandalorian is the same one from Rogue One when they're on uh, Edu when they go to get Jen, uh, uh, Galen Erso. Oh, and, really? In the rain and all that, it's the same, yeah. you know, same like base type of thing. So it, it is obviously like some sort of stock imperial base. They you know prefab it and then you know shove it in the side of a hill or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. uh, above a above a lava pit, you're good to go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of the the funnier one of the funnier lines from this show is when um, uh, Murthal or I, I can't I don't I don't know if it's the blue guy I don't know if his name is Murthal or if that's what he is it's, you know it's yeah it's it, and it's I think it's Mithra because apparently he's named apparently Dave Filoni's wife is really into Lord of the Rings so okay. his name is his name is a callback to. In in Lord of the Rings, Mithril is like an armor. Oh, um, okay. It's like, or it's like a, it's a, uh, it's an element that they that the dwarves fashion into various things. It's like a, it's like a, a, a precious metal, like gold or okay. something like that. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and so, so his name is sort of is like they they pronounce it a little different, but it's like a callback to that. 
Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty neat. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it reminds me of you know him and speaking of the lava pit. You know, he's like, you know, go out there and t- turn that off or whatever. He's like, well, there, there, there's no railing. <laughs> <laughs> like typical which Star just, Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's which is hysterical. Like, I'm always like all this Imperial stuff. You're like, why don't? How many people do they lose because they like fall off a cl- <laughs> you know off a ledge? You know, like. I, I <laughs> right. mean, you know, uh, you know, uh, Obi-Wan and his, you know, th- you know, when he was in Star Wars, when he's on the reactor thing. And then, You're like, right. Kylo Ren walking across that bridge and Force <laughs> Awakens. It's like, uh, there's no way I'd be out on that thing. Right. The minute he walked, especially in Force Awakens, the minute he went on that bridge, I'm like, uh, someone's falling off of this thing. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, I mean, where's OSHA? Where's the Star Wars right. version of OSHA? <laughs> Guys need railings. <laughs> so, I know, uh, but so, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. The episode was just fantastic. I mean, just pure Star Wars. You know, shoot them up, blow them up. You know, the whole chase sequence with the uh, the you know, they had the Imperial troop transport. It was slightly different yes. from the one we saw last season. But you know, that's going down, and he's you know he's using the guns and the, the speeder bikes jumping off the side of the thing and. You know, coming down like that was just incredible. You know, something you always wanted to see them do, and and uh, you know they they couldn't back in the day, and now it was just oh, it was crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was really fun. I I loved that sequence with the when they when the speeder bikes came flying down that hill. Oh, like, that I was, was like, that's cool. awesome. That was so awesome. You know, yeah, right? <laughs> really cool. Um, right. So uh, I guess for some of the the lore or some of the big uh, elements of the show. So, you know, they get into the outpost and then they find what seemed to be failed clones in the, you know, in the clone tubes there. Right. And, 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 and whatever it is that's in there, they sort of wanted to make sure they kept it secret. Right. Because those guys, those guys died trying to destroy, um, you know, whatever was in that computer. So, right. They right. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're, yeah, they right. They're like, Oh, blow it up. And then they shoot it up and then they get killed themselves. But yeah. And so, I mean, you know, so the, you, you can't really make out, I mean, it's a, uh, it's there, there, it looks humanoid, but I mean, it, you know, basically it looks like Snoke of some sort of early right. version of Snoke, perhaps. Um, you know, and then they go on to say, you know, they're like, oh, well, what are the, what are the, the guy, they find the hologram of the doctor and he says something like, oh, well, we have, we used up all the genetic material, but, you know, the clones, uh, as of right now, the clones have failed. So, you know, they're still in the process, but. Yeah. And they can't do any, they can't do any more experiments because they, they ran out of baby Yoda blood, basically. Right. Uh, yes. Exactly. Um, so they, you know, so clearly you know, baby, you like they're out. The, that's why they want him right for this yeah. genetic material. And, um, you know, and they're out of it. So they're very interested in getting him back. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so at the, uh, as a matter of fact, I had forgotten this. I was looking at something and at the end of the episode, I will talk about the, the troopers in a minute, but at the end of the episode, Moff Gideon, one of the people, basically they have a tracker on the razor crest now. And so, oh, right. you know, I had forgotten about that. And so now, I mean, obviously, you know, the bad guys are coming, you know, like, I don't know when they'll show up, but they're, they're, they know where the baby, they know, they know where baby Yoda is now. So they can, they can come get him. And I guess that does lead into the, the, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the episode with like Moff Gideon, 
um, the stormtroopers or the the black troopers that are sort of lining the walls there, they don't say it in the show, but if you look at the audio description, it calls them dark troopers. And okay. um, it could have just been a descriptive thing, or so, oh, the yeah, dark troopers or whatever. But um, you know, in Star Wars history, dark troopers are a whole other thing. And um, you know, pre uh, you know pre Disney back or in, in the Legends universe, which they called now, you know, the dark troopers were a part of the um, uh, dark forces video game, and they were like basically robotic stormtroopers. Yeah, you know, and they were they were they were pretty much ba- before there were battle droids, they were battle droids. But you know, they looked more like stormtroopers and stuff like that. Um, so you know, they have appeared in the new the new canon here and there, but nothing. Uh, substantial, nothing like the old stuff. So it, it was fun okay. to see them. It was fun to see them brought brought forward into the new canon, and you know, and, and exciting to see what they might do with them because that's always fun, you know, to see how they reuse a concept like that. Yeah, and I yeah, so yeah, so for, yeah, I understand that they're they're sort of originated in that in that video game Dark Forces, which I've actually been trying to get a hold of for. Oh, really? I think it's on Nintendo. Yeah, it's actually on Nintendo sixty four. I've been trying to get a copy of that, but. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I ju- I just thought that was interesting, you know. And, and certainly we don't know what they, you know. I mean, we we all think they're they're dark troopers. It'll be interesting right. to see what the what they what they do now that they're sort of like canonized, you know. In the yeah, canon. right. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, um, they could have a whole new spin on them, you know. So we're not sure, but um, yeah, just very exciting. And and you know, as always, it's fu- it's you know, it's 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 not fan service in a negative way. It's incorporating something into the story that makes the fans happy. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, just, right, it, right. Yeah, it, it's not a detriment to the story. And if you don't know what a dark trooper is, who cares? You know, you're just like oh, you're like oh look, but you know, black black stormtroopers in black armor or whatever. So it, it's it's. You know, it's just little things like that that they get you excited, and, and, and it just make the show so much fun. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a lot. There was a, there were a lot of like, um, there was a couple of moments when they were in the base. Like they did a, like like some Easter eggs here and there, and um, there were a couple of moments in the base where the, the when the stormtroopers were talking, and I, I I can't think of exactly what they said, but there were a couple of times when the the stormtroopers basically repeated dialogue that like directly from like the Star Wars movie that when right. stormtroopers were talking back and forth to themselves and that kind of thing, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, like blast them or fire or something, you know, like you know, close the blast doors. I, I don't know if they right. said that, but it, it, yeah, there was definitely things like that. You're like, did they sample that from the, you know, from the movie? Yeah. And it's like, if you don't, if you're not, if, if you've, if you've never seen the Star Wars movie or if you're not that familiar with it, you probably wouldn't notice, but like, people like us who have seen it, like a dozen, you know, <laughs> right. like 500 times, you know, <laughs> You, you catch it. So yeah, uh, right. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I, I did want to ask you something yeah. about, okay. Uh, about, uh, grief carga in this, okay. in this episode. What are you thinking about grief carga? Is, is he, uh, can we trust him? Did you, get, I, you know, I think, yes, I think so. And because like, the reason I say that is because like, in this episode, he's he, he was he was dressed like almost like like more formally or more like um more regally, you know. Like, like he seemed basically he struck me as like sort of like the 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 leader of the town. If the, you know what I mean, like right. He, he, it almost it kind of reminded me a little bit of like 
Lando in that like he was legit. I mean, Lando turned on him eventually, but it was like like he was legitimized. That's kind of what I I saw it as. But it is Star Wars, and you know you never know it was certain characters, especially when you get into the shady areas like that. You just never know if you can trust them or not. I personally think you can trust them now. I, I would be very surprised if you couldn't. Okay, because I just got. There were there was just a couple of times in this episode, and I like I like the character a lot, right? Yeah. But there right. were a couple of times in this episode, like when he was telling Mando about why they wanted to get rid of the base, right? Right. And I was just sort of like, is he really telling the whole story there? Is there something, you know? Because in the end, they did destroy the base, right? right. So it's not like he was working for the Empire. Oh, right. And, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so at first I was like, is he going to like turn before the end of the episode? You know, and in the end they destroy the, they destroy the base. They, they said they do what they set out to do. I just was like, I wonder if there's some other motive, you know, that he's right. That we haven't learned about yet. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, um, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I may be totally wrong. I may be totally yeah. wrong. You know, I don't know. It's so something. I, yeah. I, I I don't know about that. We'll have to see. I tell you what, I was a little thrown by was that you know Mando comes back and like Grief Cargo's got like gray, his like beard's all gray now, and you're I'm like, yeah. what, what, what happened? How much time has passed? <laughs> 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 but I guess if, you, if the more you think about it, though, they showed um, that Cara Dune had become basically like the marshal of the town and really cleaned up the town because it was very different looking from when last season yeah. from when we were there you know much more happier and friendly and like i guess she cl- did clean it up so i guess maybe that was another effort to show that yes some time has passed you know he basically he, yes he changed his hair hair you know his, his facial hairstyle or um yeah you know what do you also, make oh i'm sorry go ahead finish your thought you got, i think we we're gonna say the same thing um i was gonna say it with cara cara doing at the end with um yeah. Yeah, so I, I got the the, the, you know, the X-wing pilot was trying to you know sort of recruit her to the alliance. It sounded like, um, yes. and then he gives her the badge at the very end, and I almost got the impression that he like deputized her, like it's that's, sort of, you know, she, that's, I got yeah. the same vibe. Yes. Okay. Right. She doesn't necessarily want it yet. She's not sure if she wants to you know really be with the rebellion. Or if she's ready for that, but I kind of got that, you know, it's like, here's your badge, you know, like, you know, okay, you do your thing, but you're legitimized now, you know, you're, you're in charge here. So I, that's how I took it. You know, I, again, I don't know if that's how it is going to play out. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was fun. It was, it was neat to see, uh, you know, again, to see the, the widening of that future, the, the, you know, the fleshing out of how things are. Yeah. And I, I thought it was like, I thought when it, the pilot was blue, um, that's what they called him. Is I I, oh, right, I yeah. thought it was interesting that Blue says something about something's going on out here, you know. Um, yes. When he when he's when he's talking to her, he's like, "There's something happening out here." He's like, "It's not," and it's happening in the like basically, it's the, whatever's happening is happening in the outer rim. It's not happening, you know, around Coruscant or wherever they are now. Right. Um. You know, and I, ju- I, I just thought that, you know, because I wasn't quite so what exactly I wasn't quite sure what like what's he talking about? Is he talking about, you know, oh, the, well, that's the, the Imperials are, are 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 reforming or is he talking about, you know, something else like something more 
you know. Yeah, I took it as you know, basically like, all right, something's going on out here. I, I took it to be like Moff Gideon is still pretty powerful, and and that's what I took it as. That's what's going on. But he really yeah. could have because they are on the outer rim and they are sort of at the very edge. It could have been much more of something's going on out here, basically, i.e., in the unknown regions where they're reforming the the empire's reforming as the first order. You know, it could right. be something like the long game like that, where you know they're really setting up the the what what is going to become the future. And in, in I guess, well, at that point in the timeline, would it be in like twenty five years. You know, and so maybe that's what they're hinting at. I don't know. That that's that's interesting. I I didn't think or, about that until now. Or it's just something he like he has a bad feeling about what's happening out there. I just I just thought that was oh. that was an interesting exchange that they had. I yeah. was like, okay, so what's like even even the rebels know something's not quite right out there, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. they should be you know, and, and and there's even a brief exchange between grief and Mando as they like when he first gets to Navarro and they go right. back into the they they go into the school or whatever. Oh, and it used I to be the grief, yeah. It was it was the bar. Yeah, it was a school. Yeah, right. But grief says something like real quick, and it's just a real real quick. He says, you know, I don't know what the you know what they what they think they could do out here. The the imperial the, the empire was never able to, you know, I forget exactly yes. what he says, but he's like the basically the empire was never never able to do anything out here. What makes them think they can? Like that was yes, sort of yeah. what I got from the exchange, which I thought right, was interesting, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, it, basically it's like the wild west. It's like the, you know, the empire couldn't tame it. What makes the rebels or the Alliance now right. think that they can. And uh, yeah, that's, it's interesting. Right. It is again, is, is it, you know, just him being like, this is the frontier, not, you know, everything, not, you know, anything goes here or is it more like things are crazy out here because of all this other stuff, you know? Right. Or, or, and that, in the end, like in that outer rim area, really not much has changed, right? Like that's, right. that's what I take from it. Okay, so the empire is not there anymore, but now you've got so the you know the full on empire is not there, but then you have people like you know Moff Gideon running around who are sort of like filling the the the, the void, the, right? They're not There's really power, yeah. empire, but they're they're filling the 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 you know the the void with the, where they There's were. A, you know, it's, Right, there's a power vacuum, and right. you know now, like you know, part elements of the empire are are filling in from for that. But really, like at this point, Moff Gideon's like a warlord. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of like, right. you know. And then we we even saw with um in the episode one of the season with um the 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 other marshal um, Ka, Van, Ka yeah. Vanth. You know, right. he said, right. "Oh yeah, the the empire fell, and then the mining guys came in and took over the town." So. Right, think you know. The more things change, the more they really are staying the same. It's I, th- I yeah, I thought that's that that's interesting because this is like the first, you know, we're starting to get a look of what you know what everything looks like after Jedi. Yeah, after Return you know, of Jedi. What, and you know what's interesting too, and uh, this, uh, yeah, is going to be a little bit of a tangent, but so apparently Lucas has been talking about. Uh, and we discussed it a little bit, I think, on the last show. Uh, he was been talking about sort of like what his ideas were going to be for the the sequel trilogy. Um, and one of the things he said was he wanted to explore in real life the aftermath of the Iraq War. How like we went in there, we won, right? And then afterwards, it was sort of like, well, what do we do now, 
right? It was sort of like right, there's right. again a power vacuum, and then you know in, in real world, all these other organizations and groups came in and basically were fighting over what was left, and um, you know that was something that he wanted to explore if he had done the the sequel trilogies. Okay. And, and so now it's like interesting because now you're seeing elements much like we saw elements of his he wanted to use Darth Maul in the sequel trilogy and we saw they they kind of took that idea and fit it in for Solo and 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 you know put him in there and now it's this sort of thing it's like oh well here's George's original idea for the sequel trilogy but we're going to take it and we're going to maybe explore it here earlier in the Mandalorian you yeah know, just like you know and so anyway I, I just found that very interesting that you know when I first you know, was reading about his uh, possible ideas, I was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, it, it just sounded very vague. And then the more you think about it and then the more you start seeing pieces of it, you're like, oh, I get it. I know what they're doing now. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. interesting. I know, right? So, but anyway, so I guess that brings us to um, the uh, second episode, which, you know, yes. we, we, you know, which was the, the Jedi which you know it doesn't doesn't pull any punches and it starts right out with Ahsoka Tano right there you know lightsabers up you know <laughs> yeah I, I, that was that is a great opening sequence what a way to sort of like not that we didn't know who she is what a way to introduce her in the Mandalorian um, you know like where she's almost like this like a ghost you know she like yeah, yeah. you know the, the, the you know kills somebody and then the lightsabers go off and then she disappears and they're all looking around and it shows up somewhere else with the lightsaber like just just a great sequence you know yeah a really really right and, and nice you know again if you don't know who she was you're like look at this badass you know what I mean it was just cool right. and if you do know who she is it, it made it all the more better it was it was really well done and, and very rewarding just you know for her first appearance in live action like that it was just it was very very good very nice you know nicely done. Yeah, I I was I was happy to see her. I thought they did. I th I thought they did a great job. I thought Rosaria Dawson is. I I really like that pick as as a you know as the actress to, to you know bring Ahsoka Tana to to live yeah. action. Um, yeah. I I know I know there's been I guess there's been some consternation about about people um, upset that Ashley Eckstein isn't you know playing the live action version of the character. I, I I'm fine with it. I it's, it doesn't bother me. I I know I, yeah. I know they're, they're, I, I guess people who are really invested in in you know and I I think that's the sort of the thing. Like I we've said before. I I didn't love Ahsoka Tano all through the Clone Wars. I thought she became really interesting when she left the Jedi Order, and I liked her character in Rebels more. Yes. Um. So, so I've never really been invested in that character. I guess if you are, you really you're kind of invested in Ashley Eckstein playing her. But yeah, I was fine with, I, with with it, you know. And I'm the same way. I mean, it kind of reminds me of um, you know, when they did the uh, the Solo movie, and a lot of people were upset that they recast Han Solo, and you're like, well, guys, like you know, Harrison Ford's not coming back for this. And then there was another guy whose name they kept floating around, and he wasn't an actor, but he was like an, an impressionist, and he could do a hands down, he could do a really good Harrison Ford hand solo impression. And a lot yeah. of people were pushing for him, like he should have been in solo. But you're like, but you know, the disconnect for me, I'm like, he can do a great impression, but he he's not an actor, and the, you know, to carry right, a movie, right, you need. Right. So you know, there's a lot of, of stuff like that as well, where it's like I think people have a hard time, uh, you know, separating their 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 
characters from their actors and and yeah you know yeah. i think it, it gets difficult that way for some people um yeah but for me i'm the same way i'm like you got to do what's best for the show and um you know if they thought rosario dawson was the best then uh, you know then that's great and i really enjoyed her i i was excited to go in and i i i like her as an actress i've seen her she was in a bunch of the marvel netflix shows and i i enjoy her um to begin with so yeah i was i was very very happy with her performance and yeah. I, I read a i read a funny thing today apparently the reason she got cast is because of the fans. Like somebody was doing like, you know, people always are like, Oh, who would you have play this character? Who would right, you do this? Right, and right. somebody fan casted her and tagged Favreau and Filoni. And you know, then it, I guess it like, it kind of worked its way around and then came full circle where then they were calling her. They're like, oh, are you interested? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I just learned apparently her and um Hayden Christensen are 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 good friends, right? Like they really? um they went to like even before Star Wars, they I guess they attended the same like acting classes oh. or something like that. Like so they knew each other before Hayden was um cast as Anakin. So it's just kinda it, and and there's these pictures on like if you if you if you Google them. Uh, right. Hayden Christensen and, and Rosaria Dawson. There's a bunch of pictures of the two of them together, like you know, hugging each other and whatnot. And oh, you're, how and funny! You're and you're like, hey, it's it's Anakin and Ahsoka, right? right? Like it's it's just <laughs> it's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I have to look. I have to go find those pictures because that's pretty funny. Yeah, I it's just heard like that story. Small... That, uh, I forget where I heard it, but I just heard that story this week that the two of them were were close before Star Wars. You know, which I thought right. was interesting. Oh, how funny that is. Yeah. So in terms of uh, this episode, so it, it was a pretty, you know, like not for anything, it was a pretty like basic episode, like not in a bad way, but it was very, um, you know, there's the, you know, the, the evil warlord, I need your help and all that. But we got a yeah. lot of, uh, a lot of unexpected background on baby Yoda. Yeah. Uh, you know, like this... Grogu. I mean, we got his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got Grogu. Yeah, right. I had to, like the story itself. I I was sort of like, I mean, the story was good. I enjoyed the story. What right. what I really liked about this episode was everything, like all the background we get. You know, we got some, we got Ahsoka Tano, and then we right. get act, background on. I mean, do we have to call him Grogu now? Can we still I, call him Baby Yoda? I I, I feel Grogu, like he's always yeah. going to be Baby Yoda to me. I, Grogu doesn't roll off the tongue. Every time I say it, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna have to really, really try, but um, yeah. So, baby Grogu Yoda, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just, just sort of sneaking in there. <laughs> He'll always be baby Yoda to me. That's I, I uh, think that's, so. Uh, I think yeah. But I, I think Grogu will probably grow on us. Is that yes? Grogu is gonna grow on us. Um, right. I know. Yeah, I, I think we'll we'll eventually get used to it. But but uh, uh, yeah. I, how but how adorable was it when Bando says his name and uh, uh, and, he, and, he, like, and he looks up at him you know right like, little, that was really cool a little baby sound effect oh or you know whatever I was like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> adorable yeah. but it was really neat too that they explored the the bond that the two of them have formed over the series and you know so even says she's like he's got a pretty really strong bond to you I can't train him because you know that's that could lead to the, him going to the dark side because of the attachments and all that. And we see that, you know, we saw that firsthand with Anakin. Um, yeah. So, you know, I thought that was neat and interesting. I thought, um, you know, they sort of gave his whole backstory. He was at the Jedi temple. He somehow, 
survived or escaped the purge when Anakin killed all the younglings. Um, you know, so uh, that's a whole nother, that, now that's a whole question mark. Who saved them? How did he get out? Where was he? You know? Right. Right. Who's, who, who got him out of there? What, what, you know, how did he get out? Like, right. where's, where's he, he been? been? Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. um, you know, and it, 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 yeah. So I, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be cool to, you know, this is the first bit of like, you know, cause like baby Yoda has been a, a blank slate. We didn't really know anything about him. Right. Right. And now we knew just, he liked to eat. Just, <laughs> right. And now we're, we're finally starting to get a little bit about it, about him. And what, what I, what I really loved about this episode is, you know, that whole sequence when they're, they're training him and, and, and Ahsoka, you know, sort of, you know, communicates through the force or whatever with him. Yeah. And you find out like, you know, like this, this little kid, you know, we didn't really know anything about him. He's just been the happy little baby Yoda. And, I, and it's like, you know, I think this, you know, baby Yoda's a little damaged. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he's, you know, he, he, if he was at the Jedi temple when, when Anakin was there and he, he saw Anakin wipe out all his, you know, masters and friends right. and other, you know, like he was there for all that. And, and, um, you know, and, and I think, I think that's what we're, what we're seeing is like, you know, maybe maybe Baby Yoda is is a little damaged. Maybe he doesn't. You know, like we we've sort of like this whole time I've been sort of like, oh, he needs to be trained. He doesn't know how to use the Force, but maybe he does know how to use the Force, and he just doesn't want to anymore right. because of what he's been through. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He right. He doesn't want to. You know, he might I'll use it here and there for things that he wants, but he won't use it. You know, he doesn't want to be trained. He doesn't want to be involved in any of that anymore. Maybe. You know, maybe right, that's it. Right. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, and and part of it too is, I mean, he couldn't use his powers. You know, all those years in hiding. To if he did, I mean, he would become a huge target. So he had to play. You know, he was in hiding essentially, like with the with the few other remaining Jedi. You know, here's this baby that's in hiding, and you know, how what was he doing? Like, I mean, you know, who like, was somebody taking care of him? I mean, he's fifty, but he's a baby. So you like, you know, what's going right. on there? Right. That'll be really, you know, and, and, that'll be would be really neat to see. You know, and 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 like we even see at one point when she's trying to train him and he just like takes the rock and he just throws it on the ground. Right. Yeah. He's and, like, then, right. and then she's got, and then she's got to get Mando to come over and try to do it. And, yeah. and I thought that was, a, that was a moment. He's like, no, I'm not doing this. You know? Right. Um, he's like, I don't, I don't do this stuff anymore. You know, like I'm, right. yeah. I'm through with that. And um, right. Yeah. yeah. And I just think that's an interesting, that's, that's an interesting, I, 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 that's not anywhere I imagined they would be going, you know, right. is that this, this kid, you know, witnessed all of these horrible things you know right and um you know and i i just i just think it's a re- it's a it's a really interesting direction for them to take the character is, you know yeah real, and like you said very unexpected you know i i just kind of assumed that he was you know although he's 50 i just assumed he was always sort of just i don't know i didn't expect him to be at the temple i didn't i, I no. assumed he was right i assumed he was just like you know in some of the past materials uh, they've referenced like four sensitive children doing different things. And I assumed he was like one of them that really basically hadn't been collected by the Jedi yet. You know, I just f- figured he was sort of like that type of thing, if anything. Um, right. You know, so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, really, really, you know, it's pretty neat how, you know, the show that was, uh, you know, supposed to be about Ahsoka, you know, we were all going into it firmly, you know, looking forward to that. And then it's all of a sudden like, Oh, by the way, here's, you know, we're going to drop all this baby Yoda knowledge on you, you know? <laughs> right. Right. 
Yeah. And in the end, well, she does say she's not going to train him. Right. Right. And, and then she tells him, she, she tells him, oh, you got to take him to, uh, I forget what the name of the planet was, but it's like uh, where right. the first Jedi temple is. And you got to put him on the rock. And then like, you know, if he communes with the force, maybe that will notify other Jedi. Right. And, and maybe they'll come to train him. Right. Yeah. And it, that's interesting. Right. It that is. Opens a whole doors, a whole bunch of doors. Right. Because you figure, all right, the, given the time period we're in, you know, what Jedi are around. I mean, you know, it's you know the big one. I mean, Luke Skywalker, he, he's right. around. He's a Jedi master. Like, you know, I got very excited because I'm, I, you know, I, initially I thought of Ezra Brig- Brigger, right? Bridger. Right. That was my initial thought as well. My, my, right? Mine too. Yeah. Because we know we're dealing with Ahsoka and it's, it's, and, you know, and, and, and all, you know, the trappings of that and stuff. So that's where I went right away. But then the more I thought, I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh, you know, we might get Luke. <laughs> and that, that just right. blew my mind. That just totally blew my mind that, you know, it's something I never would have thought of, never would have expected. Right. And, and I, you know, maybe they go there, maybe they don't, but it's like the only reason, you know, in my mind, the only reason it wouldn't be Luke to answer that sort of signal, right. Or whatever it is, right. the, connection to the force um is because mark hamill is older than he should be to play that luke at that age right right but if they recast it if they get another actor to do it and there's rumors online that you know that there's actors that they're are being considered for that role right um you know it, it would it would totally make sense that that's who shows up because this is luke who has, def- you know, defeated the emperor and he's, de- you know, defeated and, and he brought his father back from the dark side. It, like this is Luke Jedi master in his prime, right? Right. That's the yeah, time he, period yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He hasn't had the failures of, you know, the seek or the, right. The sequel trilogy, Luke, you know, Kylo Ren hasn't been created yet. So, I mean, five years after is it's five years after Jedi, right? Or is it five years after right. the battle of, Five years after Jedi. So, I mean, you would assume by this point, Luke is starting to at least consider, you know, taking on some students. You know, it's never, I don't think it's been firmly established yet, but I mean, you know, that he's got to have a, 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 there's got to be the beginning of him setting up his temple. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. So uh, there's, you know, there's that whole avenue. I mean, because they never really make it clear. And this was always, this was one of my questions is, they never really make it clear in the sequel trilogy what when Kylo Ren or when Ben Solo becomes Kylo Ren, did Luke have any students before that? You know, did he did he have stu- you know students that he trained that then went out into the world as Jedi and then Kylo Ren happens, or was Kylo Ren in the very first class? Right, they never really right. make that clear. You know? No, you're right. They don't. And I, and that's funny. I never thought of that. I, I kind of always assumed that it was, you know, that he was part of the first class and, and, you know, but yeah, I mean, right. There could be, there could be a bunch, you know, bunch of Jedi out there. It depends how, how soon Luke started the, the, the whole academy. If, if that's what he, I don't even know if they called it right. an academy in, in the, you know, in the, in the new canon. But I mean, um, yeah. So, you know, we could get some random Jedi just turning up and, you know, surprise everybody. Like who are, you know, who's this? <laughs> or it could be, right. 
you know, Luke or it could be Ezra or it could be, I think there's a few other ones in the current canon that are, that are floating around, but maybe it's like two or maybe three at most that I can think of. So, um, yeah, it'd be really neat. And, and something else you don't think of, but if, um, you know, if the Jedi can find him, does that mean, are there other Sith out there or other dark side users? Are they, are they, can they tap into it? Can they find him? And right. You know, like, you know, the Emperor's the big bad and, you know, Snoke is a clone or whatever. But it's like, you know, well, who else might be floating around out there that has that ability? You know, some yeah. you know, unknown, you know, dark side user, um, you know, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I mean, he wasn't a force user, but he's certainly clever. Maybe he's got a way to, you know, detect <laughs> detect force users or something like that. You never right, know. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 a lot of possibilities. Um and it, I, I, I'm just, I'm excited about the whole concept of it. I, I, I think it's, it's really cool. The other thing I noticed is like she says now she's. What's interesting is you see like Ahsoka, you see Ahsoka's training in um, pre-original series come out a little bit, right? When she says, "I can't train him because he's got too much of an attachment to." mando right right but like really what what did luke prove right like luke proves you know that you know attachments uh, right. aren't necessarily a bad thing right? right you know and and he brings his father back from the dark side because of his because of his attachment to him so oh, that's yeah, like that's, it's yeah. it's it's ahsoka's ahsoka's thinking is 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 clone wars thing it's what's it's what got the jedi into trouble to begin with in the know? first place right in the yeah. first place so it's um it's i thought that was interesting she's like well he you know he he's formed this attachment to you i can't train him but i don't know that a luke skywalker would say the same thing you right. know because luke's experience is different right i know? guess it depends yeah what what version of luke you end up getting because yeah like you know after jedi and for a certain period of time i'm sure luke other than what he learned from Ben and Yoda, like he didn't really know anything. And I know in the current canon, after Jedi, he goes out into the the galaxy and he basically starts tracking down various Jedi artifacts. That's sort of where he, you know, where he was for a little while. And I guess you know my thing was is I guess he had to go then research the Jedi and figure out okay I'm supposed to pass on what I learned. Let me go figure out what I learned. Or, you know, or let me go figure right, out what right. I need to know. So I mean. You know, that's interesting, though, because, right, I wonder, like, would Luke adhere to the Jedi teachings or would he say, well, this doesn't work. I'm not going to teach that, you know, like, right. you know, like the whole thing about the, the, the um, you know, connection with the other other, you know, what do you call it? Um, oh, I just blanked out. The, yeah, the connection with the other um, with other people or, or attachments. Right. I couldn't think of the word attachments. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but it makes you wonder, you know, like, right. So, you know, what version would he teach? Um, and then by the time we get to The Last Jedi, he's very disillusioned with the whole Jedi thing, but yet he doesn't want to get rid of the Jedi texts. So it's, it, it makes you wonder what avenue that Luke does go down. What avenue does he, he teach? Right. Yeah, it'll, 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 be, it'll be interesting because it's like, because that was the whole, like, the whole thing is like he brings his father back because of his love for his father, because of his attachment for his father. Right. He brings it back, to, back to, to, uh, from the dark side. So it, 
you know, I, I, I don't know that Luke would have a problem with him, with with Baby Yoda being as attached to Mando as he is. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe he'd be like, you know, more power to you. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that I th- I thought that was interesting. Like that was a very like what Ahsoka said is a very Clone Wars era, yeah, sort of mindset. You know, that's how she was trained. You know, so I I just yeah. thought that was interesting. No, that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And well, then right, that you definitely do start to ponder then the future of Baby Yoda. You know, does he go with Luke, and does he join his? You know, does he join his uh, academy? Something like that. If so, what happens to him? You know, like yeah. what there's all the, or, you know, does he go with Ezra or does he go with somebody else? And, you know, it opens up all these other, all these storytelling possibilities. Does he stay with Mando? Does he get a little, you know, Mando helmet? <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. That's what I think. No, but it, I mean, do you think like if it's up to baby Yoda, you think baby Yoda, I think baby Yoda stays. With Mando. I don't know that. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I know there's people who are like, oh, eventually like what a perfect, like what if, what if baby Yoda goes off with Luke and then, and then Mando goes off on his own. Like, I don't know that I ever see the Mandalorian TV show without baby Yoda. Right. I agree. I, I, if anything, I imagine that would be the last episode would be, you know, Mando if, if they choose it, but I, I could see that being the last episode would be Mando, you know, leaving him at the temple or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, something like that. Like that would be the end of the show, I think. Because in my mind, right. the, the you know, the more we see it, the 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 show, the adventure is, you know, sort of baby. It's you know, it's Mando, but it's it's him and and Baby Yoda's adventure together. So, you know, right. that would be the, the the end result. Would be okay. You basically, you know, you've grown up. You know, you follow your destiny now, and and he would go on his way, type of thing. So yeah, it, it'd be really neat to see. Although I, who knows when he's grown up? I mean, it could be fifty more years, <laughs> <laughs> right? Mando's gonna be gone by then. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. But I, I love this show. I love the, these two shows. I I will say it again. You know, we you know we have three shows left in the season. Uh, these two shows are my favorite shows of the season so far. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes, I I just think it shows great. I I and it it just never disappoints me. It never like I every. Every week I turn it, I tune in, and it's and it's it's great. So I, yeah, I right. um, can't wait for the rest of the season. I know, and I'm in the same boat. Every episode is a delight. You know, you just it yeah. surprises me, it entertains me, it makes me think, and you know, it, it's it's just wonderful. I can't I can't say enough good things about it. So yeah, here's to a, a, the rest of the season, but many more seasons. Hopefully, yeah, keep this thing going. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right, so I guess that wraps up everything for the uh, the Mandalorian this week. Um, and that takes us to uh, the two new episodes of Star Trek Discovery. We have, yes. yeah, and we have the one from two weeks ago was Scavengers, and then the yeah. one from this past week was Unification Three. And they were the titles. Right. Anyway. You know so, what that? Do you know what Unification Three is referencing? Uh, I, no, I mean I, I know it, obviously with the three I realize it means something, but I, I wasn't quite sure. So uh, what, yeah. what is that? So unification three, like the the episode of Star Trek Network Next Generation that Spock appears in is unification one and unification. It's a two part episode. Unification one and two. Oh, so this that's is cool. Like, so this is unification three is sort of a a, a through line because that's the ep- those two episodes are where Spock you find out that Spock is on Romulus, that he's no longer an ambassador and he's trying to bring the two Vulcan and Rom, uh, the Romulans together. Uh, 
So this oh. is sort of like now Unification 3 is they're together, right? So I thought that yeah. was kind of, in, kind of interesting. That is neat. So it is truly, um, you know, Spock's legacy. Like, I, there, and, you know, at some point in the show, they she says, like, her brother's legacy or something like that. So that's pretty yeah. cool. And there's a, know, there, yeah, and there's a clip she shows it where that clip where Spock is talking, that's from that, there's one of those two episodes, Unification Wonder. Oh, two. okay. There's a, all right, where she looks back and he's kind of given a speech and it's, that's what it's from. Yeah, it's funny because I, I, you know, you could tell that was obviously, um, you know, old footage, but I'm, I was wondering, I'm like, where is this from? You know, I was trying to figure yeah. it out. So oh, that's cool then. That's really neat. I, that's a yeah. pretty neat, um, you know, to be able to jump ahead that far and see that the uh, actually realized, I guess, is pretty neat. It would, you know, it, with both, you know, from the fictional universe standpoint and also within the universe, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I thought that was, that was kind of clever, but uh, not to get, well, I guess we should talk about the, 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 the two episodes in order. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you think of these two? Like, you're not as big a Star Trek fan as I probably am. So, so I'm curious right. what you thought about these two episodes. So for me, I would say, I mean, I enjoyed them. I, I'm enjoying the show and everything. I thought it was really, um, it kind of showed the, the, the what do you call it it kind of showed the gambit of what star trek can be because like you know the first yeah. the scavengers episode is like you know they're it's a prison break and it's like it's all dirty and they're like you know there's a shootout and you know there's all that adventure stuff which is was fun and i really liked and then you go jump a, you know to unification and it was pure i felt it was like more you know traditional star trek where it's like you know it's a you know like a, a courtroom drama but you know what i mean it's like you know there's taught you there's people talking and there wasn't a lot of action and um so it just you know but two very interesting good stories just very very different i, I would say yeah but uh, you know, yeah, i, I mean does that match up with what you're thinking or you have something you thinking does something different well, this is this is where because you know how like I always say like I like Discovery, I don't love it, right? And this season right. I thought I thought it has been really good, right? Uh-huh. But I will say that these two episodes, I think as I'm watching them, I was like, this is why the show gets on my nerves, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And it's not that I didn't like both episodes; I like them, right? Right. But it's this. It's what I'm going to. I'm going to term it. Michael Burnham drama, right? It's right. that it's 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 Michael Burnham drama like when it goes off onto this you know, you know, here's Michael like Michael, oh should I leave? You know, she disobeys orders because she feels like she's got to get to the bottom of this mystery and then she goes off and ends up getting demoted because she's she disobeyed orders and then in the second episode um you know, we end up like her mom shows up again, which I'm, I'm not even sure the hell that happened, but I, yeah, you know, her mom shows up. Um, and, and it's this, that's the, I think that's what bugs me about the show is like when it goes off onto this, this stuff about Michael and, you know, Michael's inner struggles or whatever. I think that's when it gets on my nerves. I think that's when they lose me, you know? Yeah. And I can and, see um, that. Right. And, and and it's like I I like the part like like the, the, in Scavengers I thought it was really cool like she's trying to get to this this uh, basically a black box it sounds like for for a yeah. ship to find out what the what the burn was you know how the burn started like I I like that story yes right 
Right. But then when it when it delved into this whole like, do I belong in Starfleet? Maybe I should go off and do my own thing. And and it's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I, that's where I get, I, I lose patience with it. Like, I just don't, uh, and I get no. what, I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I know. I, I it's like, that's what bugs me. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's like, at the end of the day, you know, she's not leaving Starfleet because that's the show. So it's right. like it's a, it's kind of like you know from the like the writers' room it's a flawed a flawed premise it's like you know oh I don't know if I belong here and you know like I mean I don't know it could be an interesting you know it could be an interesting story but it, like you know at the end of the day you're like you're not going anywhere <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> and not for nothing like you know this ship and its crew just you know jumped forward in time a thousand years for you (laughs) right? to to make sure that you were able to complete this mission maybe you ought to stick around a little bit i don't know i just get i it's it's and i think that's what what i think that's where this show loses me when it goes off on this like michael burnham drama you know i i think i get i get lost. that's where I, i i like everything else but when it starts doing that i'm like oh come on yeah. You know, and, well, and then, yeah, and then you're right because the drama is like sometimes like nonsensical. It's like you know how many times can she disobey orders, or like right. and get try and get in trouble. You know, like I feel like Kirk did it all the time, but it was like it, there was never any really ramifications to it. You know what I mean? He, oh, you saved the day, great. You know, and that's kind of what I thought yeah. was going to happen with this episode. Oh, I look, I got the black box. Oh, great. Okay. Well, it's a shame you disobeyed orders, but look, you know, I'm glad you found the information. I, I, you know, and I guess maybe they're trying to show a different side to that by having her demoted and all that. But it, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I just, I just found it not interesting. And then, you know, for having this huge crisis of like, you know, faith with Starfleet, you know, by the end of this episode, the second episode, she's like, oh, no, I'm staying. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah. you know, that didn't, it's like, well, that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, and, and I, uh, I will say, I don't, I don't understand how her mom showed up like that. Like, I, I don't, I, candidly, I will say, I don't remember what happened to her mom. Okay. From yeah. Season two. Like I know, so, like I think she was like lost in time, or like oh, right. she gets pulled away. Like, she, that's kind of yeah. I thought right. I thought I I knew she was. Uh, there was a chance that she was in that future. That's what I remembered. Like so, I I knew she would be there. Could be there somewhere. And I figured it was one of those story elements that eventually they might decide to pick up on and be like, "Oh, look, your mom," or you know, something like that. Or or with the way that uh, Discovery popped out a year after Michael, maybe you know, they could do something like that. I figured it was a, just a future storyline somewhere. And so when she popped up as like basically a nun or what you know what I mean, whatever she was, right. It was just sort of like I'm like, oh well, that seems that it felt like a, a, a it just felt like a waste almost. Like I'm like, oh, here's this character that did all this cool time travel stuff and was you know saving the universe, and now she's just kind of here. You know, it just it, I, yeah, it just yeah. felt like a waste to me. That's what I thought. And I thought, and and it's like I liked Unification Three. Like I liked the idea that you know Vulcan and the Vulcan and the Romulans get together and they, they oh they change the name of the planet and. And, um, you know, they, they, they do unify and it is because of Spock and, and all of that I thought was great. It's just this, this whole, like, she, you know, proposes this, 
you know, challenge to the Vulcan Science Academy that nobody's ever heard of before. Right. Um, I mean, Star Trek's Star Trek does that. I, I that's fine. But then it's it's like they then they create this, you know, like her mom, whatever that order was. That they they create that out of whole cloth because I don't think they're they've ever been mentioned before. You right. Know, the, the truth, you know, the truth people. And I just right. I was just like, this is just a weird thing, you know. Yeah. Like, I oh, I just mind. I, I I didn't yeah. even mind the whole challenge to the Vulcan Science Academy, but it was this whole weird thing where she has an advocate, and the advocate ends up being her mom. And I was like, "What is this?" You know? Yeah, it, it did, I agree with you. The only th- I, the thought I had, and I just had it now, was when the mom showed up and she was from that order. For a brief moment, I thought that the order she was part of was the order from Star Trek Picard that the Romulan kid, the sword, the guy with the sword that he was. Yeah. Fighting. And I don't, am I on the right page there? It, Cause they were all Romulans too, right? It could be. I, and, and so, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No. Right. right. So that's the only thing I thought of. I'm like, Oh, maybe that's a connection that right. Again, I, I don't remember. So, um, but yeah, it did felt, it felt very, you know, just, you know, it's one thing, like you said, it's, 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 you know, you create a, you know, you create one thing for the show out of, out of nowhere. Okay. That's fine. But then it's like, Oh, well, here's this, like you said, here's the secret, you know, science thing you can call. And Oh, here's this, your mom. And she's part of this, you know, truth seers that we never heard of. And <laughs> it just seems like, you know, there's an awful lot of things like that. Like, you know, well, how many, you know, how many of these people didn't we hear from before type of thing? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I was just like that. The thing with her mom just totally threw, like, I was like, I, I don't get that. Like, it just happened. Yeah. They just happened to sh- show up at Vulcan, and they she happens to need an advocate, and the right. advocate happens to be her mom. Like, oh, yeah. like this is just really strange, you know. Um, right, right. But uh, but everything else about this episode, I I, I sort of liked. It's just yeah. that, like this whole. It's it's when it it's when kind it of goes shame, yeah. too f- when it goes too far with her with Michael Burnham and her you know, issues. That's when I get impatient with it you know yeah it's a shame it's almost because right if you had just taken her out of the episode i would have enjoyed or you know maybe you know right you know taken her out or lessened her you know her drama in the episode and just had more traditional star trek i would think i would have enjoyed it more because like you said i enjoyed all the trappings i enjoyed all the yeah you know the, the world building of oh what's what's it look like in a thousand years and you know, here's what's going on and i still I, the one thing i do have a problem with with the show overall is like you know they jumped a thousand years into the future and like you know it, they just you know they they, they kind of were like oh this is a big deal and everything like that but it seems like everything's just like back to normal you know, yeah. like, I mean, right, right, I don't right. know. I, I would, I would think if you like, if you jumped like a thousand years in the future, I would imagine things are going to be, would be quite different. I mean, you know, they showed right. that they had that programmable matter, but other than that, everything's like the same. I mean, I don't know. You know, you just, yeah, they, no, they, no, they I, just put them like back out to service. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it takes some time to get <laughs> right to, like, here. Okay. Everybody. Right. You know, <laughs> It's a thousand years. Right. I mean, think about it. If, if you know, in the present day, a thousand years from right now, I mean, I couldn't tell you what the world would look like. Because imagine a thousand years ago. I mean, what did they think the world? You know, what I mean, they would never have right. really anticipated where we are now. So, it seems very, you know, I don't know. 
budgetary concerns aside, it seems like there should be a lot more going on than than there is. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. So I yeah. know. I yeah. So it's just like I I think these two. It's it's good that we're because I've never been able to talk with it. A, to anybody about it because nobody else watches. I mean, you you're watching it now in real time, like I am. Yeah, and, right. And you know what I've seen in the past, I'm like, what is it about? Like, I do something doesn't sit right with this show with me, but I can't put my finger on it. And like these two episodes, this this is it, right? Yeah, like, this is yeah. What, uh, this is what bothers me. And like the one, like and and this shouldn't bother me. Like this kind of stuff doesn't usually bother me. But one of the things that bugged me about Unification Three was at the end of the episode, um, her, you know, the president of the Vulcan or whatever it's called now, um, said, "Oh, you know, I can tell that you're Spock's sister or something like that." And she's like, "And I wonder how much of who Spock became was because of his sister or something like that." Right. And that, like that. That bothered me. Right. So it's like, <laughs> right. You know, and it, and it's you know what I'm saying. Like I was like, no, right? Like that's not no, <laughs> right? Because like, so Spock, who was, you know, lived with this with his with Michael Burnham for we don't know how long, but it wasn't long when he was a kid, right? Right. Or he grew up with her, and then they became, you know estranged and hadn't spoken for years and years and then they get together for a few months to fix that you know the problems in season two and then suddenly it's like might spock became who he is because of michael burnham and i'm like no no, (laughs) 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 i know it yeah yeah it's it's bad enough that she was shoehorned into that position to begin with you know what i mean like yeah, we've right. said that before you're like why did why would you just you know i, I hate that like when they in, in fiction in general hey you know do you know, you know oh they had a sister we never heard about or oh there's an, there's an evil twin we never heard about you know or like yeah you know, it's like stuff like that it's like well, all right but yeah it's like you know what if it, three years ago we didn't even know who you were now you're responsible for spock you know it's like yeah. no, sorry <laughs> i i don't think so <laughs> yeah and, and that's where i you know it's stuff like that doesn't usually bother me but that but i was like no i i just i can't with that you know right yeah um you know, it's it, so uh, anyway, that that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, uh, I, you know, I'm still in on the show. I like I think right. the overall show is really good. It's just this when they get too much into like her personal issues, like I just I, it bought they lose me. That's where that's yeah, where I get lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's an interesting character, but like uh, sometimes she's not a very likable character, right? And and, and you know, that's, that's for a Star Trek show. That's hard because I'm so used to, you know, you're used to rooting for your, you know, the, the characters on the show, the, you know, the, the quote, good guys, you're used to rooting for them. And, and, you know, Picard, I mean, you know, and Kirk and I mean, you know, Spock and, you know, Mr. Worf, you know I mean, like data, all, all those, you know, you're always rooted for them and you wanted, you know, and, I don't know. It's just weird now because it's like, you know, a lot of the stuff she does, you're like, you're like, oh, I don't know if I agree with that or I don't know if I like this. And, and I don't know. And it, it, I guess it's more of a, a, a grown up slash adult way of writing, you know, to have these flawed characters. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know if I need or want that sometimes, you know, like in, yeah. in Star Trek. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, but, but yeah, I think that's, that's kind of, there's just something about, and it's like, and I don't know if it's the character. I don't know if it's, it's the way Sonequa Martin Green portrays her. I think there's just something I don't love about Michael Burnham. You know, it's always been that way. Like from the, be, yeah. from the beginning, you know, it's just, right. there's, there's just something about her. I don't, I don't like, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, maybe, I mean, I don't know. It's funny. Cause like, yeah, I, you always feel that way, but then usually by the end of the season, I'm like, all right. Like, you know, yeah. I, I think I'm on, I think I'm on board. And then no, season three starts thousand years in the future. Nope. She's still irritating. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, That's a so shame. That jump the thousand years in the, in the future is still irritating. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I know. We'll, we'll see where it yeah. goes. I, I, again, I, I like. I like where the show is going. I like the mystery of this whole thing. Yes. I like it. It's just. It's this stuff. I don't. I don't love. Yeah. And, you know. Um, and, 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 right. And we've said it before. Every time they start to, you think they're going to start exploring the rest of the crew. It, you know, it, it's it, they don't really. I mean. Uh, yeah, totally, they don't quite get there. Yeah, like Tully got promoted to number one, right? And yeah, it's kind of like Tilly. Yeah. And yeah, that's like, you know, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But at the same time, I'm like, that should have been, I don't know, felt like that should have been a bigger deal. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, like and, and that you could have really explored, like, maybe some of the characters did have a problem with it. And, you know, maybe the episode could have been more about them coming to terms with, oh, she's a really good person and she would make it, you know, like they hinted yeah. at it with Stannis a little tiny bit. And then he's like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> and yeah. you're just like, yeah, well, you know, I would have, I would have liked to have seen, you know, more about those characters and, and, and less of, I- yeah. Her mom, <laughs> her and her mom, I, and you know, I, that whole thing. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I try not to get too caught up in that, but I, I will say, it doesn't make any sense if you're looking at this from a, like as, as from a military standpoint. Oh, it doesn't make any sense that Tilly gets promoted to first officer. Right. I, I don't know how if you were in start. I don't know how anybody would be okay with that. <laughs> Because right. she's, as an ensign, she's the most junior officer there is. Right. She, you know, so it's like that's the that's the the rank you get when you come out of the academy. It's the most yeah. junior officer you can be. That's what Wesley it was, was right? <laughs> right. It doesn't make any sense that she would get promoted all of over all of these other yeah. officers. You know. Right. I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna like. I, I don't get hung. I, I get why she's fan favorite that's she's i like her i like the yeah. character uh, that's why they did it um but it, it you know it yeah, it, it is you're, awkward you know? you're breaking the logic of the universe you know like right. within the world that shouldn't happen and then now it does and it's like well there and maybe there will be maybe there will be ramifications from it you know yeah but it just seems like it's like well this doesn't seem like it would happen or you know and it yeah, I don't know. Saru, who likes to, you know, he just like basically told on, you know, Michael and reported her and all that stuff. Doesn't see, yeah, he seems like he wants to follow the rules. Doesn't seem like he'd be like willy nilly being like, hey, why don't you be my first officer? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. yeah it's, it's a strange, uh, it's a strange situation. And, and, and I'll, I, I guess I'll justify it by saying this. I don't think Discovery, although they, they haven't really said this, but I don't, this is, this is how, where I'm coming from. I don't think Discovery has a full crew complement. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if they yeah. if Discovery's 
if Discovery fully crewed is like, we'll just say 200 people, right? right they didn't jump through time with 200 people because I think some people left, right? Yes. So say they have half a crew. So maybe you yeah. justify it that way. I don't know, but I, I, I know I don't, I'm not going to get too hung up on it, but I did think that was kind of strange. That's right. just not great writing, you know? Yeah. Like I said, unless they're setting it up to be something else, unless, you know, they're like at the end, they had the little party for her and all that. And then maybe next episode, it's going to be like, you know, Nope, <laughs> you know, or, or maybe, yeah. that's, maybe they're going to do something like that. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. that's that's kind of where I fell on on, on uh, Discovery the, the the last two episodes. Of Discovery. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, like you said, though, enjoy it, like the show. Yeah, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, definitely find, like you said, yeah, losing me a little bit with the with the. I like that the Michael Barnum drama. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's what I'm gonna. I I, I came out like when I was. That's what I was thinking about it this week. I was like, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to determine as Michael Burnham drama. Because there's a yeah, lot right. of Michael Burnham drama. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, they really, yeah, I don't know. They really got to spread, like, spread, you know, spread the, let some other characters share the burden, like, of the show, you know, like, let, you know, like, yeah. let's find, I mean, Saru gets, it gets, although this season he hasn't done much, but, you know, I feel like he got a lot of air, like, you know, development. But uh, yeah, spread it out, man. I mean, I still don't know like half the bridge crew, not half, all the rest of the bridge crew. I still don't know their names, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And right. I knew didn't know Tilly's name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really do need to like make. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just not how they do shows anymore. I don't. I don't know. You know, maybe when uh, you yeah. did 20, 20 shows a season, you had plenty of time to explore. Well, the whole that's, crew. that's I, true. And, you know. Yeah, that's really true. I didn't think about that. When you're a full 23 episode season, you know, you're probably you're you know, you're not hurting for stories, but uh, you know, you're 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 you know, looking for plenty of other stories. I guess is the best way to say. You know, you're looking around for stories. Whereas this way, they must have like, all right, we want to tell this, this, and this, and then we're out. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. But I, I do, I do, I do wish we we get to know the other the rest of the crew more but yeah yeah so anyway yep. we shall see anyway. yep all right we'll see what next week brother see what uh yeah, yeah this week brings <laughs> yes uh, um, so i don't know do we have anything else tonight or we no i think that's we it i think good? we're all caught yeah we're all caught up until uh until next week or until the, until thursday that's the new discovery so then we'll start all over again <laughs> <laughs> there we go uh, all right, man. Well, I guess we'll wrap up the show for tonight. Uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on. Um, oh, if you if you like the show, we actually go out and re- review us. Leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and we are uh, we are at on Twitter. We're at Geek Hangout Pod. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Um, and you know we post uh, all kinds of stuff out there when we can. So, uh, uh, again, thanks for listening tonight, and we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening.